Folks, welcome to the Crossing Swords podcast. I'm Maniac, and we got our usual suspects of our panel in here. We got Gatesy, 35, with his hair looking as gallant, as beautiful as ever, ready for the season. And we've got intern Vinny coming to you live from the fire hall. He's got the hot takes. He's rocking and rolling. Gents, what a time it is to be a Sabres fan. We'll get into all the great details, but puck drop just under 24 hours away now. Yeah, it's been nice. You know, the NHL season started a couple days ago. It's a little tease for us Sabres fans. We had to wait till Thursday, but we're one day away, and I just can't wait for it. Yeah, it's it's certainly more, more excited than I think we've been in a couple of years, and for good reason. It'll be a nice change to have a sporting event in Buffalo to look forward to more than once a week, and, and I'm looking forward to the emotional roller coaster the Sabres are going to take me on this season. Seriously, it is going to be a roller coaster, and let's get into it. By the way, Crossing Swords brought to you all season long by your place to buy a case, Outlet Liquor. And speaking of making deals, speaking of getting it done, there has been no end to that, but let's go to the most recent stuff. You wake up this morning, we didn't get yourself a gun. We got yourself a Granado extension. Uh, Gentlemen, I mean, this is something, again, whether it's GMKA or it's Granado. We like what we've seen for the last two years. They're respectful of the, uh, you know, the establishment that is the team. I think they've brought a lot of integrity back to the Sabres in this short period of time. And so you like to keep them together, obviously. But curious your two thoughts on, uh, obviously, extending Donnie Meatballs. Yeah, I mean, it's been something that I think fans have always wanted. You know, we've kind of had a head coach roulette now since Lindy Ruff's been gone. We've had as many names as we almost had years played for Sabres. Um, and it's just something exciting about we have a coach that seems to be winning games. The team's kind of bought in on Granado. The fans love him. And it's only up from here, I'm hoping. Yeah, GMKA got the extension just a couple weeks back. Granado gets extended today. Technically speaking, Rick Jenneret also got extended today, if you guys paid attention to did he hand, did G, Was GMKA on that deal? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I think they've been handing out extensions like they're, you know, just free. Like they just don't cost anything, which is great. I love that mindset. It's a very loose feeling. And I think that's part of uh, what the way that the team is going into the year is. I don't think there's a lot of pressure on this team, but I think there's a lot of excitement and hope and confidence, uh, which is a, which is refreshing. So um, I like the extension. Obviously, it's weird Like when you see other players or coaches in other sports get signed. You know like exactly how much money it's for and how long the term is. They just said, oh yeah, we've given Donnie a multi-year extension. The details aren't important, which is fine. I'm fine with that. I don't need to know if it's a 17-year extension or a year-and-a-half-long extension. I just like the vote of confidence. I'm sure he appreciates it too. Hopefully, the results of that will be reflected in the team's performance this year. Yeah, and it seems like, again, this is all about having a system in place you like, whether it's the Tage extension, whether it's the Granado extension, or whether it's an extension we'll get to momentarily here uh, that may have caught us off guard after that. It's all about keeping the parts you like in place. With that said, excuse me, uh, is there like, you know, is there any hesitancy on either of your parts? Um, you know, is this all happening a little bit too early for, for the coach and the GM to be extended without any tangible success? I mean, I think it's about time, you know, it's the team's shown some some glimpses of improvement. 
we don't want to wait too long and maybe the price goes up and maybe we you know the schools don't want to fork that kind of money over but i think at least from the fans perspective it's it's nice assurance it's that's the last thing this team's had in the past decade is assurance of the future and that we're going in the right direction i believe with these two i think we really are yeah i think the past couple of summers you know obviously like every two summers for the past several years we've had one reporter or another say sources have indicated to me that so-and-so's job is safe and then within the next couple of months they no longer are in that position so i think more so than the sources saying that this person's job is safe i think this is the powers that be actually telling us no this guy's job is quite literally safe and we like his vision and we like his process and i think that's something that you know we forget a lot is coaches and gms they do need time to sort of put their plan in place they have to reset the other guy's plan and then sort of instill their plan their system and their scheme um and i think for the first time in a while we're maybe seeing that the sabers are willing to give themselves that kind of time obviously you don't know if it's really going to work um obviously we've seen bits and pieces of that success but time would really will tell um i don't think it's too early though i don't think it's premature to do this the other extension that happened today not the rick generat one i'm as big of a rick jo- rick generat guys they come the other extension that happened today i thought maybe a little bit premature if i'm being honest matias samuelson seven year contract interesting you got you got to give GMKA credit though. It's similar to when Drake dropped charged up and then back to back like right into consent. He had Sabres fans on their heels today when yeah. he dropped this extension. He yeah. really did. I, nobody was expecting this. Like I woke up, I went to work, and somebody just texted in a group chat and in the words Sammy. Now that's confusing. My sister is named Sammy. My best friend's girlfriend is named Sammy. I thought it maybe meant Sam Reinhart. I thought Sammy Sosa somehow got into the Hall of Fame. Did, did the Bills reacquire Sammy Watkins? Yeah. Who, who knew? A million different things could have happened. I would have predicted all of those things. Uh, something was happening with all of the other Sammies that I've heard of in my life before I predicted that Messiah Samuelson was getting a seven-year-long extension. That came out of left field completely. I think it could pay off. It's very very risky. High risk, high reward. Um, you know, but I I I think maybe I would have liked a little bit of time to cool down uh from the other extension because this one this one to me maybe offset a little bit. I wasn't as huge of a fan of this one as a lot of people were, but it's this one more than the other, more than a lot of other deals could prove me wrong quicker than most. Yeah, my my worryometer was not too high on Samuelson. This this week of him not coming back, and this is a deal we look at in three or four years. Like this is a great deal for the Sabers, or this is one of the worst things they've done. Paying what almost four, a little over four million a year for a state home defenseman is kind of top of the line dollar. And I mean, who knows where the league's at by then? But that's a risky move by Kevin. But they got they got their defenseman locked up, and they have their their young decor for the future too. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I saw some comps on Twitter today, and one of the comps was like Marco Scandella. And I, I was like, yeah, I don't really want Marco Scandella, you know, that comp on this team for seven years. Um, but there were other comps that were were more impressive. Uh, one of them was Jake McCabe. This contract for a Jake McCabe player, I would be pretty happy with. Um, you know, just sort of looking at the couple of things Jake McCabe did uh, with the Sabers, where he had a couple of his best seasons, especially you know, sort of late before he left to go to the Blackhawks, but. 
Um, this is this is risky. It's not really like money, money. You know, it's not eight million dollars a year, but it it could prove to be uh, unnecessary expenditures if it doesn't turn out. So hopefully, Samuelson proves everybody right this year, and I'm sure he's excited about the contract, and, and a lot of people are for for relatively good reason. Three, four things now, real quick. First off, Mark Marco Scandella. Yep. He's he's six two two eleven. I'm looking at Samuelson right now. He's listed at six four two twenty seven. That's a, that's a whole other beast of a man. Hit his Second, beast of a man. This contract, speaking of the Braves who are playing right now, reminds me exactly of the deals they got Acuna and Albies on. They took big chances on them as young, you know, stars. Obviously, Samuelson's not a star yet, but taking chances on what they've seen and kind of, you know, because obviously if this guy is an above average defenseman in five to six years, this contract is going to be as good as gold legitimately, especially when you have to pay the powers, especially when you have to pay the Dalins. And the third thing, so funny how you guys mentioned it with Granado. We just got an extension. The details aren't important. Don't worry about those details. We got an extension. <laughs> Samuelson, guess what the fuck we did? We got seven years at 30 million, bitch. Like literally wanted to get like all the details like in your face. And it's so yeah. different. And it's just so funny. Like, listen, hey, it, it wasn't obvious to everybody else. Like a lot of the time the Sabres do things and it's like obvious, you know, whatever. But I didn't see one person mention that, but it was just very funny. Uh, that like, you know, again, you have the, the contrast, you have an extension, then you have seven years, $30 million. The news literally is nonstop for this Sabres team. So we'll get to it. We're minutes away from drafting our Sabres fantasy teams where we'll pick members of the Sabres roster. We have a scoring system that we'll share with you and we'll break it down for them. But gents, we'll spend a couple minutes on Sabres pup. But first, Kyle with a C. Jury was kind of out. It was down to him or Tuck. I think a lot of people had it um, at like, you know, what, minus 200, minus uh, 300 for Akposo. I love it. And my take off the gate real quick is let's have Tuck focus on scoring and let's have Akposo focus on leading. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I think uh, Akposo mentioned it in an interview he had about, you know, having a leader that is focused on leader, being a leader, not kind of rushing it too quickly. Maybe that's something the Sabres done in the past with their previous captain. And it'll be nice just to have Akposo kind of focus on his last couple of years here with the Sabres, getting the team better, getting the young guys ready to take over for him when he's done and kind of let talk really adjust to being in Buffalo, being a Sabre and not throwing the C on him after he's played a handful of games in the blue and gold. Yeah, that's a good point. I think a lot of people were quick to uh, sort of jump on the tough train uh, pretty quickly because he was in sort of an encapsulating player. He was a marketable player. He seemed to be sort of the star that a lot of teams turn to when they name captains. Um, and that's sort of, it, it was a bit premature, I think, to sort of when he played like 10 games for us, we play Vegas and he scores an empty net goal. And yeah. everybody's like, this guy's got to be the captain. I, I think that, that he, he, don't get me wrong. Like he is a, a huge piece of this franchise and I want him to continue to be that sort of community favorite, you know, uh, just a, a personality that just fans cling to. But, but quite frankly, Kyle is the perfect person that you want to be a leader of a young team. Sabres yeah. have, I think it's the youngest team in the NHL. Yeah. if not 25 bottom three. Um, I mean, you want your, your veteran players sort of take these guys through the ropes. Let's say they start the season hot. 
you want a veteran who's been there to before to say, hey, like, let's like, don't don't get too high on your horses here. Like, let's just sort of settle in and play our game. And if they go through a, a tough spell, if they go through a losing, you know, a drought couple of weeks where they struggle, you know, you want a guy who's been able to overcome that before and then sort of power through. And I mean, we don't need to mention the adversity he's faced in his own life. So who better for the players to turn to when they may be facing tough times than somebody who's faced tough times of their own and, and sort of beaten that adversity and overcome that. So I think he's the perfect fit for captain. I'm excited to see him with the C on his black and red jersey come the season. Love yeah, to hear like, that. Go ahead, Gatesy. Yeah, speaking of like talking, he's he's only been with the Sabres now for a little bit, and Ocposo's been someone that's been in the locker room for so long. You want your captain to know each guy individually. And when things kind of hit the fan, which they probably will at some point, you need someone that can get the best out of every single guy. And that seems like something Kyle Ocposo is doing and, and will continue to do. Absolutely. Now, speaking of leadership and speaking of getting it done, by the way, we are just eight minutes away from Degenerate Danger Zone. No run first inning special. But coming up, we have our Sabres fantasy teams, the SFTs. Real quick, though, thoughts on the Sabres pup, Nikki? Is she going to get it done tomorrow on opening night? I think so. They had big shoes to fill, but you big know, shoes, the big paws to fill. <laughs> the biggest yeah. paws, but I think I think Nikki might be able to pull it out. Look, I like many people was uh, surprised. I was I should say I was privy to the information that they were going to be getting a new Sabres dog like every year. I was privy to that information pretty insider info. I was privy to that information pretty early on. However, I, I didn't have like a confirmed like, oh yeah, that's definitely what's happening. Um, and I didn't really know the timeline. Um, now, like obviously the timeline has passed uh, and we we see now that, that it's it, it probably, our run with Rick was awesome and Rick was the best. I love Rick to death. Um, I feel pretty bad for the folks that bought a Rick jersey for $250 and then- Yeah, Rick that's is, bad. Rick has now moved on to uh, a pretty admirable job. Let me add that he's he's doing pretty awesome work. Um, but I, I think that takes a little bit of a, a little bit of the sparkle out of the Sabres pup idea because we know that now we we sort of go in with the expectation like Nikki's cool and all, but like gonna you know this time next year we're gonna be you know meeting you know Yako or something. So. It's just, uh, it takes a little bit of the grandeur out of it. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's an adorable dog. I mean, not not much you can complain about there. Great Instagram I, content. So, oh my God, the Instagram content writes itself. But speaking of content, speaking of getting it done, we have the Sabres fantasy team. So first off, let's set our draft order. We got myself, Gatesy, intern Vinny. Picking third will be... Looks like it's, it's gonna be May. Okay, remove it off. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. Remove. And we now we're down to two, picking first. So the, the person who doesn't get picked here is picking second. First pick goes to intern question mark wow. exclamation point. Wow. Vinny. Okay, Insider so we got Vinny. Casey. Can I ask a question? Is is Dwayne is Dwayne getting our scraps here today? Is that what's happening? Nope, Dwayne's out. Dwayne's out. Dwayne's out. All right, all right, all right. Well, that, that means, that means our, we have super teams now. Okay, yeah, well, we are gonna we are gonna have better teams slightly. 
Real quick on the introduction of the rules. Now, again, this is all over the place. So again, we're going to be reiterating these all years, but just so you get a feel for it. A goal is two points. An assist is one point. A goal winning game winning goal, which has to be the last goal scored in a one goal win. No, except is not scoring to go up four nothing and then winning the game four three. That is two points. A fight, one point, and winning the first star, not the second star, or the third star, is two points. So all season long, we will be accumulating these points from our Sabres fantasy team. The first pick is intern Benny. Benny, who do you got from this roster? We are gonna pick five players each. Um, boy, I, I, I am in a, a very tough spot. I didn't really expect to be picking first. I thought I was gonna be picking fourth, so I had my draft board planned out a little bit differently. Uh, but I'm going to go off of another extension that happened earlier this year, and I'm going to ride the pterodactyl tra train. I'm going to take Tage with the number one overall pick. Tage Thompson is a uh, intern Vinny uh, fantasy team member. I got to call it a cool name. Like, can we just be interns? Like, is that what's happening? I guess the, the, the win turns if you win. Yeah, right. I like that. Never know, okay. never know. Okay. Uh, what do you got, Gatesy? Who you got? Who you who I, you taking from this? Sabres I gotta take my, my sweet boy Jeffrey Skinner at, at two. The thing I, is, the Jeff Skinner pick was great because I think you're gonna get a lot of game winning goals there. Truthfully, yeah, yeah, a lot, I, a lot of insider info there. Stackhouse as well. I wanted okay. so badly to take him first overall, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. I just felt that I knew he wasn't gonna lead the team in points. Yeah, so that's, that's that's very fair. But he is gonna lead the team in smiles. Now, speaking of leading the team, I'm, I'm drafting a guy who arguably could have been doing that this year. I'm going to go with Alex Tuck at the turn, and I'm going to go with a guy who I think he, he can fill up the stat sheet this year uh, if he can accent that scoring touch like we saw in the preseason. I'm going with the workhorse wow. from Whitehorse, Dylan Cozens. I think, I think there's a couple guys you could have gone with there, so I'm not going to make it yeah. like this that obvious. But we're back on Gatesy. Uh, with your second pick, Gatesy, who are you looking at? I'm going to go from the leader from game-winning goals last year with six. Try to get that extra point. Um, Victor Olsson. Okay, that's fair. Goal scoring is going to be at a premium with VO for sure. Yep. All right. Uh, I, I'm I, Again, I'm putting a little bit of a bind here. I think I think I can feel it. I can feel I can feel it. Do it. You know you I want to, Vinny. I know I want. See, it's I time want to do it. it. It's time to do it. Someone's got to break the ice, like drafting a tight end in fantasy. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna take. I really don't want to do this. Here he is. Here he is. I'm. I'll take Owen Power with this. Pick. Let's go. Let's go. You're gonna be looking great. You're gonna be looking yeah. great. Um. Now remember I'm sort debuted, of remember when he debuted against the Maple Leafs and stopped a two on one like it was a, a couple of children I running do. it. I do now. Here's I, I want to do something, but I'm afraid it might might not pan out as well as I'd like. But I mean, okay. really, what what are the stakes here? Like I'm not going to get you know pelted with tomatoes during the last home game against the Winnipeg Jets. Like it's just a fantasy thing. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little bit of a flyer here. I'm gonna take Jack Quinn with my next pick. Wow, that, that is a big time player. I like the pick for sure. It's a lot of upside there. We saw what uh, a goal in two games last year. So uh, when he got called up, so there's definitely 20, 25 goal potential. And obviously, what he'll probably be rocking that second, third, or fourth line. So there'll be a lot of opportunity. Yeah, currently on the second line. Um, but Mike, I I wasn't expecting him still to be here, but uh, Rasmus Dahlin, my third uh, third pick. I think that's just yeah. 
Chalk I didn't want to go defense. De- I didn't want to go defense, defense, back to back. I just felt like I was putting myself in a little bit of a hole there. But that's what I really wanted to do. Oh, you didn't want to do it, huh, huh Ben? You no, didn't want to do I it. Just, okay. I just didn't have Understood. the gumption to do it. You didn't have the gump. You didn't have the gump. Yeah, that. Well, you boys. I'll tell you what. You put me in a pickle here because I feel like, as far as points and as far as uh, spotlight, that is the big seven uh, for the Sabers this year. And so now I got two straight picks. I am gonna go with. My first pick, you know what? Might as well. Uh, you know what? I'll do. Uh, you know, first, my first pick is I want to give this guy Dap. He finished the last year very strong, and it was because he finally got healthy. A lot of people argued for the first time all season. Yeah. I am gonna go with Casey Middlestat for my uh, first pick. I think that's a guy who could potentially uh, put in, you know, 20, 25 goals, and you know, maybe they'll be in big spots like we discussed. Um, and then. I'm not stalling at all, I promise, by just talking and doing this monologue. It has nothing to do with it. Um, you know what? I, I'm, t- I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm basically the I'm weighing the second youngest vet- uh, veteran versus the oldest veteran. I am going to go with Kyle Ocposo. Where in the sea? He has a resurgence type year. Uh, scores 25 goals. I love it. I'll take Kyle Ocposo. Good pick. Uh-huh. Who you got? Who are you gonna build on with Skinner, Olafson, and Darlene? Darlene was a great pick in the third round. As steal a draft, I'm gonna go Peyton Krebs. That was okay. So I feel better because that was literally, like I said, the uh, that was who I was weighing uh, to go between him and Akposo. Uh, well, I guess I'll take another flyer with this pick. Uh oh. I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna take JJ Paterka with this one. I, I might as well. You know, okay. I-, I went with. I've got a, a team that I feel like could either win this thing by like 170 points or I'm going to just struggle to put up consistent production because the rookies just don't find their stride right away. Just, we'll you do have Quinn. You, you have, you have your combined NHL tenure. You have like, <laughs> you have less than 200 games played between yeah. your four players. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to. I'm going to make up for that a little bit. I'm going to take Zemgis Gergensen with my last pick. Smart pick. Smart pick. Mm-hmm. All right, Adam, Nancy, who are you, you rounding? Uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying a little bit of defensive prowess to the lineup. Hey, and who knows? Maybe scores a goal tomorrow night, plays some good defense, gets that first start. Um, and we'll see. That's Again, That's maybe gets in a fight. A couple of big point night. Uh, Gatesy, who are you going to round out your roster with here? Skinner. There's only one player. Yeah, there's only one player I can end my team with. Someone who, you know, he might not be in the lineup opening night, but he's someone that's consistently started the season off well. So if he can find his way onto the the starting lineup in the first two weeks, I think he might be able to get me a goal. The best number 15 in Sabres history, Anders Bjork. (laughs) I was going to take Bjork, you piece of crap. Okay. I can like I that can pick. I make a trade? Sure. Am I allowed? To, are we allowed to make trades? What do you want to do? I would like to to add the 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 second best looking Vinny in Buffalo, Vinny Hinestroza, to my roster. I feel like it's it sort of is apropos to have Vinny on Vinny's team. Okay. If you want Vinny, I'll trade you Vinny for Gergensen's. All right. Okay. I I, I appreciate. It. I probably should have proposed a trade after the. Like I could have given you my fifth round pick next year for your fifth round pick this year. Probably, like probably. Oh, I did, I did, the, I did the classic Gerg. Okay, 
All right, folks, so we have our teams, and here's the beauty of it. If Dwayne does want the scraps, then he will pick the scraps because that's what we do here at the Crossing Swords Podcast to make sure that everybody is taken care of. And let's face it, gents, it is 22 and a half hours until puck drop. KeyBank Center is going to be rocking. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I, I just can't wait to see the Sabres. It's going to be so much fun. I don't know if I'm ready. I, I don't think I'm ready to to go through what I think I'm going to go through this year. I'm I'm excited. I'm nervous, and I'm happy, and I'm sort of on the edge of my seat. And those are all the best emotions to have for a Saber season. We haven't had those in a while. I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the tumultuous nature of of the NHL season again. As the great hockey player and lover Michael Scott once said, "I'm ready to be hurt again." Make sure you are following Crossing Swords Podcast on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, everywhere where you get your podcasts. We are making it happen. Sabres Senators, tomorrow night, we will be at the game. I will be at the game. We will make it happen. I will also be there Saturday at Kids Day as we take on, I believe it's the Florida Panthers, but don't fault me. It is early season. We have a long 82-game schedule ahead. Huge shout-out to Intern Vinny. Follow him, Cristiano 3 Follow Gatesy at Gatesy35. You know this train never stops, and these swords are always crossed. Let's go Sabres.